Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, the 2017 Radio Sports Broadcaster of the Year on the show with back-to-back Montana Broadcaster Association Awards for sports coverage and award-winning sports journalism. Here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. Nuanas is live on your radio and on SWX Montana Television an hour early today because of Osprey Baseball. Great to be with you here on a Friday afternoon. Hope you are having a fantastic day. Thanks for spending some time with us on your radios as we let Wolf Mother cascade over you like the clean waters of the Clark Fork River. I mean, that's how you start a weekend, Coulter. Am I right? <laughs> You're so good at this, man. <laughs> We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, and online at KurtzPolaris.com. Find us on the World Wide Web, if you've heard of that thing, uh, 1029ESPN.com. There you can listen live on the Listen Live tab on your tablet, device, computer, etc. The Listen Live portion of Two Tell New Ones is there thanks to Opportunity Bank. Your local bank, your opportunity. If you want to call, you can do that as well. 329-1899-329-1899. The phone number. All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. 
bunch to get to today. Cam Newton sprains his ankle. The Packers and the Raiders play on an 80-yard field. Football starts officially, boys and girls, manana. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, people. We got football, real live college football going on. Uh, we'll get to some of that. We will hear from our dear friend Carolyn, a chick who doesn't know about sports, self-avowed, by the way, uh, on that front. So we will get to her. We will talk a little bit about uh, the Team USA basketball team, who's playing in it, who isn't playing in it, who's coaching it, who isn't coaching it, and you know what that kind of looks like a little bit. That has been in the news. A lot of the players who were playing, who are not playing, uh, or who kind of opted out of it, and uh, kind of the state of affairs for USA basketball as well. And we will get into uh, the games tomorrow, as well as a number of other things. Talk about Roots Fest and so forth. Great to be with all of you. Uh, It is a Friday, so we do this every Friday because we want you to have a great weekend, particularly on this weekend. It is our Florence Coffee Company coffee break. I got myself a nice coffee. Coulter's got a nice Americano. Tommy just about burned the building down with joy when I walked in with his triple <laughs> Americano. Thrilled to death that you were you were dragging there in the afternoon, huh, Tommy? I'm sitting here sucking down regular office coffee, which don't get me wrong is fine, but I'm going. Oh, I can't, I can't keep up. I'm starting to go into a panic. It's Friday. My list is too long, and you go. Hello, Tommy. Here's a quad <laughs> shot of gold, and it's just like the best thing. <laughs> I forget about this every time, and now I'm euphoric. Yeah, it's it's happy. Actually, one of the best parts of my week is surprising Tommy totally. again and again. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's maybe the best thing about dementia, right? Like we talked about <laughs> yesterday, like when you forget the good things and then you get to remember them, and it's a thrilling moment. So, uh, in any case, if you are uh, driving around the state of Montana, which you probably are. Drop into a Florence Coffee Company. Get yourself a little afternoon Joseph, afternoon coffee, maybe a tea, maybe a Huckleberry smoothie. They got it all for you, and you can get yourself started off the right way. The uh, weekend started the right way. Quad shot Americano, people. It's the only way to go. You can do that, too. Quad shot Americano light water for Tommy. Thank you. Hold the water and ice, please. (laughs) Um... Uh, so we got a few things to get to today. Now I'm very happy here today, Coulter, because I got my special shirt on. I got you my do? I got my hair done. I found my hairspray <laughs> uh, buried in the back seat of your car, which is uh, you know in, it's an indictment on me. There. Well, uh, you left it at my house, and then, yeah. and then I left it in the car because I just moved. Well, you never know. You know when you might want to have some little uh, helpful things like that hidden around the city. You know what I mean? Sure. See, if, if 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 I had a lot of hair, and I don't have a lot of hair, I have a little bit of hair, which I don't do all the time. I do it occasionally. And, but if I had more and it was something where I needed to be, like, let's say this. You know, of course, I am a TV guy now. But let's <laughs> say I was a TV, like a suit-wearing TV guy. You know what I mean? Like a straight-on shot, like a one-take, like a Sean Rainey type, a Ben Weinman, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, would, I would hide little mini hairsprays all over town because why (laughs) because then you know whenever i was out if things started to get a little weird maybe it's windy maybe i was in the river i got hold on underneath this post office box right here bang hit it back in business what were the chances of you actually remembering where you hid said hairspray i would need i would need some kind of map you know i would have to have some some sort of uh yeah i'm sure there's an app right Weren't they doing those? <laughs> like you can make any app oh, work. Oh, stop. You know, lo- upload Word to my computer and then get back to me. You no, know? thanks. Uh, didn't they do geocasting or whatever? Wasn't that the big thing for a while where they would hide locks out in the woods and you would have to walk around with your phone? It was like real version of Pokemon when they were it's doing It's amazing that how, how uh, 
things like th- things that rise to prominence like that. It used to be a thing for a while, like you said. Mm-hmm. Things for a while used to last for like a year. Now things for a while last for like two weeks. Yeah. Geocaching is still happening around the world in this community, and it's a lot of fun, man. You should get in on it. To tell Nuanas, we're two years in. We we might be the longest standing entity in this town about ten days from now. Barely. Um, we do got to make a quick note here. If you're watching on the television, there's more than two people in the studio right now. Our good buddy Blake, and we know he's our good buddy because he's got a hello Green Bay Packers hat on and and an NBA Jam. Show yeah. the show the uh, fine folks at yeah. SWX your NBA Jam. That is old school NBA Jam, but new school with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. That's pretty sweet. It's a great looking, great looking shirt. And the best part of the whole shirt is that Ben Simmons's three point shot has no. No rating, zero. Here's the thing: I don't know that he's got a no rating. He's a hundred percent or zero percent. One of the two never shot a three in a game. Well, okay. What's zero divided by zero? It's zero, I guess. Still perfect. It's a that's that's one of those mathematical conundrums, isn't it? Uh, anyway, uh, he, Blake is in here. He's shooting a commercial. Don't worry, people. We are going to uh, uh, accost you in your homes while you're sitting on your sofas watching sports all fall long. We got a new commercial that we're coming out with. I am very excited about it, but I have to record a line for this. Actually, I don't have to, but I want to. So I told Blake that I was going to record a line live on the radio for this. So are you ready? Do we got, you got a good, make it look good. My left profile is a little bit better, so I'm good with that. That's a great angle. We ready? <laughs> Wait, don't say, oh, shit. Oh, here we go. Spilling okay, Forrest Cop. Here we go. I got so excited. Yeah, you're such a TV head. guy. Okay, you're a okay, professional. Okay, 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 okay. Shut up. Here we go. <laughs> Just watch. Okay, one more. Just watch. Great. Nailed it. Hey, that's coming to your television. You'll know when you listen to this right here, you come back on it on the TV later on. You're like, hey, I was listening to the two telling the ones when they recorded that thing live. Who's ever recording a live commercial or a, you know, a live radio show for a commercial, huh? Just us. You know what they call that? Getting it done. That's Don't right. That's right. Coulter, uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Cam Newton sprained ankle. The Packers and the Raiders on an 80-yard field in Winnipeg, Canada. Aaron Rodgers arriving in a Canadian tuxedo to the country of Canada. Uh, but before all that, I would like to talk briefly about Roots Fest because we went down there to mm-hmm, City mm-hmm. Roots Fest. We were there at noon when the whole thing kicked off. The kids' bands out there shredding it up, you know? That, so that was cool. You missed the intro part. That first of all, uh, shout out to the, bo- the boys at the trail. Robert Chase and, and Mike Smith have been doing a great job emceeing the whole event. Mike was awesome up on the no stage. No shout out to Tommy. Well, Tommy, I don't know if Tommy's actually. I, I just didn't see Tommy down there yet. I I asked Tommy how Roots Fest going. He said, "I don't know. I haven't left the building. I got to do all your guys's work." Great work, Tommy. Thanks for putting us on the air. <laughs> Appreciate Tommy's that. just drowning in his. Yeah. his I just coffee. walked back in here. What? No, never. Oh, I, I I gave praise to all the boys at the trail, and then I didn't you. say you by name because I wasn't sure if you'd actually been down to Roots Fest yet. Because earlier, when I asked you how Roots Fest was going, you proclaimed that all you were doing was trying to save the radio station, which is your daily well, job. Well, this funny thing happens when cool events go down in Missoula. <laughs> this entire radio station, which is fully <laughs> staffed, which is insane in this day and age. <laughs> Ghost town. <laughs> and then there's one person running around going, well, how come these 17 things have not gotten on the air? Oh, nobody is here. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it work so I can have a nice time tonight at Roots. Well, that's great. And I'm sure Tommy will do an excellent job as well. Anyways, back to the kid rock bands. Yes, back to the that kid. Was a, that, that's a, a rock camp, summer camp, basically, where kids mm. go to camp for a week. School of Rock. School Jack of Rock. Black. 
and they're playing, you know, they're playing the guitar and they're doing yes. the thing and and then they get to go do a performance. And it was original music. And I mean, they're kids, so I mean, you know, they're blowing your socks off, but the all three frontmen, they understand the the ultimate formula. We had the discussion of the best frontmen. It doesn't matter if you can sing. If you just command the stage, you're doing it right. And all three of these kids, they were all probably like 10, 11 years old, and they're just rocking and, ro- rock and rolling. It's great. It's cool. They're, uh, we, so the, the old Seinfeld line, right, about the number one fear among adults is public speaking. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. number two fear is death. So it's better <laughs> at a funeral to be in the casket than doing the eulogy. That's yep. his contention. Uh, you get up there at 10 years of age. Now, you think you want to be, you know, a rock star. You think you want to play some music. You know what I mean? And you do, and you can do it. And when you're practicing, it's all good. And then you're out there in the community, and you stand up there. And believe me, there's not many people, period, who are really ready to get up there and deal with the fact that the, the, the spotlight is on them. And I have seen... Uh, more than one occasion where 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 a kiddo gets up there and look, no, 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 there's no there's no shame in this at all. But they just go, mm, can't I do can't it. quite do this one. And those kids got up there today and they just went went hard. It was great. Loved it. I there was some great lines too. The songs. I mean, yeah. one of the one of the songs was about going and getting some Pizza Hut. Love I, it. I mean, I, just sing from your soul. And yeah. That's what they were doing. <laughs> Anyway, Roots Fest going on right now. Go down today, all day tomorrow. Uh, one of the uh, very fun community events. I had a friend in town uh, uh, today just passing through who lives in Spokane. And he says to me, you know, every time I come through Missoula, there is something going on in this city. Like, it's just always happening. And Roots Fest particularly is a pretty significant deal. But what do we have? You know, what is it about a bi-monthly brew fest, right? Something <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, obviously, concerts galore. You got out to lunch. You got downtown tonight. You got first night Missoula. You got you know parade. Everything, man. It's a great, great, uh, great town to live in. And in fact, I think that is part of the demarcation to me of, of Montana in general, uh, because you get out and and there's always you know whether it's Flathead Cherry Days up in Polson. You got all the rodeos, the county rodeos, the city stuff going on. Uh, it's uh, you know I. I Montana likes to make a point of having some of this community stuff, which I think is uh, is very cool. Well, you live in a place where the winter is nine months long. You got to enjoy it when it's not the winter. You're right, and then when it is the winter, you got to set some stuff on fire. <laughs> right? You got to have the light and the heat in the winter time. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Got to have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You got to get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive. Innovative. And a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. Uh, Colton, let's talk a little bit about some sports here on a, uh, on a Friday show. Uh, Cam Newton went down yesterday. Uh, 
I want to talk a little bit about his foot, but I would like to talk more about his hat. Did you see the bonnet that Cam Newton was wearing for no. this game? No, but I mean... Do a quick search. Cam Cam has as much... Uh, no, not everybody has a, a, like a haberdashery that they actually are members at or whatever, but Cam Newton is one such... Uh, gentleman who takes his hat game very, very seriously. In fact, so seriously that I think a lot of people don't really get it. Uh, I would, I would not like to know the amount of dollars that have gone into Cam Newton's hat collection because I think it would just be frustrating to me. I understand he's got all the money; he can do what he wants with the money, and good for him. I just, you know, but. Yesterday was something special because he walked out with the hat, but also I'm telling you. Uh, uh, a babushka bonnet. Is this one? Is this the one? No, 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 okay. no. Tied that <laughs> the one. thing that's funny is you can Google Cam Newton hat and you get about oh, 5,000 different hilarious images. Y- yeah, you got to do it. This is from yesterday, but he's walking off in the boot and he's got something tied all the way down around his chin and the whole thing. Anyway, I found it to be for a guy who already has a pretty unique taste in headwear. This was this was this was new. He has found he has found someplace that he has not gone before. I guess I commend him on that front, right? To be able to continue to do things that are like, oh well, I didn't see that coming, you know. Uh, anyhow, uh, but Cam Newton did sprain his ankle yesterday. There was a period of some hours where all of the Carolina Panther fans were in a uh, moment of despondence and probably ire at their head coach and the decision made because usually so traditionally man you literally up to this very season game three has been we're doing one half of football live let's go play ball game three of the preseason that's been it and nobody thought about you're like yeah man you got to go play a football game before you go play a football game i think there's still some wisdom to that myself frankly but i understand you don't want your quarterback i don't believe that aaron Rodgers is going to play in this preseason i don't know that tom brady has or will and at some, you know, we will see the list of guys who are not playing in the preseason. Uh, and maybe, you know, at this point, you don't need to. Uh, not from a skill standpoint, but I think it's more just from a from a doing it again standpoint. You have a long, long layoff. You're never live in practice. You know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know if you want to walk out there week one. But I guess, I mean, what does it matter? You walk out there week one and it's live. You walk out there preseason week three and it's live. And you still got to figure it out. Anyway, uh, the, the thought was and the, the look was this could be more than what it looks like it is uh evidently the uh panthers are optimistic that cam newton will be ready to go week one um so that's good i guess i want to know two things on this specifically my question is even if cam newton is able to play week one I don't think he's going to be quote unquote hundred percent. Like it's going to be sore week one, no matter what. So even and you're always sore in the in the season. I get it, but like the one time that you would like to just be able to go and play free and be physically completely fine for a guy who takes as much punishment as Cam Newton does during the course of the year, it would be week one of the season. And now he's not even going to get that. And I wonder if this could just degenerate. Or not not degenerate, but like now this is sore, now that's sore. now And it just kind of keeps building. And then the second thing is, where are you at on just not playing anybody in the preseason? Well, I've heard so many pundits screaming and yelling today because of some of these injuries that have happened. 
about how they should just cancel the preseason. And I think that there's we've seen a lot more adjustments in the way that the offseason in college football has taken care of as a, opposed to the NFL. The NFL, they, they put some stipulations on contact in the offseason, and that's good. And the OTAs and training camps and things like that, they're, they're way more regulated. But the preseason still exists, and by and large, it is something that is just completely bemoaned by the players and seems as if more and more it's less functional for the construction of your team and more functional for the padding of the pocketbooks of the owners. But, and I heard a bunch of people on National Talk Radio today screaming and yelling and say, hey, we don't need the preseason anymore. These guys are in shape. They don't need to play themselves into shape. It's just a, you know, It's just like the college coaches always talk about. We scale back a lot during spring ball now because you don't need spring to run off the the gristle of the holiday season right. anymore because these guys, they've been training full force. They just got done with winter conditioning. Your guys are in great shape when they come to spring ball. They're in great, even the best shape in the, uh, of the season, of the calendar year. They're in the best shape coming out of summer into fall camp. So you don't need the, the rigors of what spring ball and fall camp used to be in college football. And in the NFL... And there's no one that's playing their way into shape. There's a few guys in the NBA that still think they, they can play their way into shape. Joel Embiid on his shirt, he thinks he can just play his way into shape every year. I mean, Shaq was the master of showing up heavy, heavy even for him. Not working out that well for Robert Kondiche. <laughs> well, right. Uh, but I do think that the preseason still has a little bit of a necessity just because of the rosters. So I, to answer your question, does Cam Newton need to play in the preseason? Absolutely not. I mean, Cam Newton is a completely proven commodity. Cam Newton, when he's at his best, is one of the best players in the NFL. They don't. He doesn't need to get extra reps. And honestly, extra reps at this point in his career are just going to be extra wear and tear on his body. He doesn't need it. But I do think that the people that think the preseason should just completely go away, I, I just don't think that that is necessarily correct because you need the preseason, maybe not four full games, I'd say get rid of one or even two games and just have a couple games for your younger guys to figure out how to get your roster from 90 to 53. Two things. First of all, there's no preseason in college football. You know, right. you go out there and you're playing. So it is certainly possible. The other thing is, though, and this is where this is where I find the waters a little bit muddy. It's so easy to quantify the guys who do get injured in the preseason. Cam Newton has a sprained ankle that he quote-unquote, needlessly received by playing in a meaningless game that he did not need to play in. And to your point, is Cam Newton getting better? Does he need the reps? No, not as such. But the other thing, and this is where it is difficult to ascertain, is what what would be the benefit of of a guy playing a half of, of live football before starting? Because it has been four months all the way out to six months for some of these guys. That they haven't, they haven't not not played actual football, and not that you forget how to do it or anything like that. But you know, when you jump back into it, it's a new thing again. I mean, golfers in Montana can maybe relate to this. Or you, you haven't played golf in six months. Now you go out there and you swing the club, and it feels weird. I, I'm just saying that it's it. If there's a guy who plays a half of football and goes out and has a great week one. Maybe those are related too. You know what I mean? Maybe it's maybe he had an opportunity to just get back used to what it is to be, you know, dropping back in the pocket or making a block or catching the football or whatever it is that you don't get by not playing. And 
not playing yourself into shape, to your point, but playing yourself back into what it means to be playing live professional football, which is a significant thing. Well, I think that's one thing that maybe is lost on the general public as well, is that a lot of these guys want to play. They don't want to play the full game for sure, but like I was watching the newest Hard Knocks last night, and Derek Carr, dying b- before the game, he said to Gruden, he said, hey, I, I need to play four series. He said, let me play four series and, and then take me out. But I, I want to be feeling good. So then after the four series, Gruden comes up and says, how you doing? What do you need? And he said, ah, I kind of want to get one more. And Gruden's like, man, do, what do you think? Do you really need one more or do you not? And Carr said, ah, I'm probably good. And yeah. so then took himself out. But they want to play. Yeah, no doubt. And there, and there's a there's a ton of guys who, who do want to be out there. And that's, you know, we talked about. The, the Montana South Dakota game, Coulter, and what a huge game this is, and how it's such an uh, an odd thing for it to be such a big game, and for it to be then the first game, and how whatever happens in any of these first games of the college football season is not in any way necessarily indicative of what these teams are, good or bad, but you still have to figure it out and play. And I wonder if there was such a thing as a preseason game. I mean, I, knew, I know they do scrimmages and stuff like that, but if it would be a little bit more, if it would regress to the mean in terms of, you know, one team playing really well, one team maybe not playing as well in that first week, where now that you've gotten a game under your belt, you you can go into a football game in what would be technically quote unquote week one. And, and it would be a better measure of what you actually are at that point, you know. And I and and presumably you would be better, right? Presumably it would you would improve from whatever it was, and you could fix the stuff that went wrong. And and I mean, they they take a day of practice to just work on procedure, True. like walking out onto the football field. How are we substituting? You know, and and how are we getting in and getting out of it? I mean, the rule book for football, as we know, is is an encyclopedia, and you have to do everything right. You got to get on the stripe at the right time. You got to snap the ball in the right amount. You can't clap your hands too much. I mean, they're talking about Kyler Murray. It might be in trouble clapping his hands for the cadence and being flagged for that. Now, what are you going to do? Like these are the things that we don't even think about that you have to like. Get it all ironed out. That's why head coaches who have great attention to detail usually are the best, which is another reason I will never even apply to be a head coach of so much as a JV football team. Tangent, but John Gruden, they're breaking, they're preparing for a preseason game against the Cardinals in Hard Knocks. Yeah. And so when Gruden shows film, he shows the premier players on the other team first, and he'll show like their three nastiest highlights. Like without where without doing their best, yeah, yeah, and yeah. without saying who they are, and then he'll say, "Who is he?" And the whole team says, "It's Todd Gurley, it's Jared Goff, it's Cooper Cup," and so they're looking at Kyler Murray film, and John Gruden looks out on everybody, and goes, "Who is he, Kyler Murray?" And then he says, "You guys can all talk about how Kyler Murray is the shortest player in the NFL, and you're going to crush him." He goes, "I had never seen a quarterback that runs four three that can stop on dime and flick his wrist and throw the ball sixty five yards." He said, "You guys ever seen that?" "No, sir." He says, do not underestimate this guy. It's so funny watching Gruden break down the film with the guys, though. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that the NFL has to do something because I think that it's going to be a huge point of contention with the players' union the next time the collective bargaining agreement is set to be renewed and or expires because I think the players are are really tired of uh, having even more chances to suffer injuries that can really impact now, I mean, imagine if Cam, Andrews, Cam Newton's injury was worse, right? I mean, imagine if he broke his ankle. Carolina's done. 
I mean, that sinks the ship. Yeah. They're going to, I mean, they're, are, uh, they're not going to win any games without right. Cam Newton. Right. So I, I do think that there's an issue there. I think they do have to, to remedy something. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, but here's the thing. The remedy is there. It's he doesn't play. Sure. Right. But, you know, I, 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 so. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 is, it, is that a remedy? It's just the balance of, it's just the adage that Bobby Howe constantly says, you only get better playing football. You only get better at playing football by playing football. I, I think, though, I would like to see more uh, uh, stats kept, metrics kept, of injuries over the course of the season uh, uh, week by week. And I'm sure they're all out there. That information's out there, but I don't know if it's been coalesced. But I, I, my impression has been that the first month of the season is riddled with injuries that the next three months are just simply not. And 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 maybe it's an that's, interesting point. Maybe that's my own. Uh, maybe 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 I'm wrong in that. I, no, you're I not. You're be, not. You're not. But like guys tear. Like, and I'm talking about like torn ACLs, broken you know bones, stuff like that. The concussions are I think are pretty consistent all the way through the year. But stuff where guys joints, ligaments, muscles just aren't ready for jumping into it in that way. And like you said, I mean once. Once you get into it and, and your body is basically accustomed to the physicality of it, all of a sudden you're actually able to deal with that better. More a month or six weeks into the season than at the very beginning of the season. And that's another thing that at the preseason can at least a little bit start to indoctrinate your body, for lack of a better way to say it, into the physical rigors of, of, of football. Uh, and so, you know, we'll see. But, I, I you know... It, it just feels like, to me, more guys go down early in the season. And and it, it wouldn't surprise me if that is tight. Like, if you went back to when there were real, honest to goodness, two-a-days and, and padded practices and stuff, if those numbers are significantly less than what they are right now. And I'm not saying that the, it's right or wrong or anything like that. I just think that there may be a correlation there. And, and if there is, I think that's worth noting when we have these conversations. Totally. And... There's definitely a distinct science behind why. I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways to get hurt playing football, obviously, but there's just freak injuries that just come from impact that can happen at any time. And, but there's there's so many different ways to tear your ACL, for example. I mean, some guys just get hit in the side of the knee and the whole thing buckles and it's just destroyed, just like Adrian Peterson did. And that, that can happen... 365 days a year. It's just completely luck. But, like, when you see a guy cut and it's a non-impact injury and his knee snap, snaps, so much of that is because of mus- muscular disproportionality. And I think that you hone in the proportionality of your muscle strength as the season goes along. You might have just, you know, lifted and trained. These guys all train in an elite fashion, and, and that's one thing that's improved across the board in all right. sports is yeah. just how much more balanced guys are just in terms of, their, their muscular proportionality, but you know, say, say that you just have overdeveloped quads coming out of the offseason. They're just a little bit stronger than they than they were, and your hamstrings weren't quite caught up. A lot of times that's where then when you hit the the turf and then your knee buckles, it doesn't have your body doesn't have the force to absorb it. Three months into the year, you're probably not, three months into the season, you're probably not going to endure that injury as well. Mm-hmm. I also think that you know I don't know I, th- I think that there's a certain element of just kind of the boxing crossover theory where the more you get hit the more you can get hit right you're just you're just so much more used to like on your 300th carry of the year 
and it's December 15th, you're just so much more ready to absorb that hit than you were September 1, say. I, I don't know. I think that there is a, a real acclimation that, that comes with as the season progresses as well. Yeah. Uh, it is to tell Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. We may come back to the Packers and Raiders. There's not much more to say about it other than Aaron Rodgers' costume and the 80-yard field that they played on because, well, they had to move the upright out of the end zone because it's a CFL field. Anyhow, uh, it's all well and good. To tell Nuanas, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Carolyn, our resident chick who doesn't know sports. She has some things to say about sports. Uh, get ready for a little bit of a wild ride next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. They got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home even when you're not. I'm the foyer on this dark day Arizona, Hawaii, also. What are the FCS games? Samford, Youngstown State, State, and Samford, yep, and then Colgate and Villanova. Okay. That, uh, by the way, the Youngstown State-Samford game is on ESPN television at like 2 tomorrow afternoon. So it's the opener, officially. And then uh, then they get into that uh, Hawaii, or excuse me, the uh, Miami-Florida game. I'm, I'm looking forward to that Miami-Florida game. I want to see what Dan Mullen's chompers got defensively. Mm-hmm. Go out there and wreck some people. Hey, how we doing? Good? Of course we are. It's Friday. It's Roots Fest. Now, I know a bunch of you are driving around right now looking for a place to park. Okay? <laughs> I know this because I was this. And if you're out there, you're driving around, you can't find a place to park, you're listening to us, thank you. First of all, you don't need, you know, take your time. Don't stress out about the parking spot because we're going to keep you company until you find one. Second of all, parking is free downtown on metered parking, not leased parking for another 90 minutes. Leased parking begins at 5 o'clock, okay? So just so you're aware on that. Somebody parked in my driveway in my new downtown house. Did really? you know this? I did not know Don't this. Don't park in other people's driveways, Yeah, folks. put a bill. Put a bill on there. Five bucks. Do you want to know? You want to, you want to hear my little parking uh, oh, fiasco more than from anything. yesterday? Oh, yeah. Uh, I heard about this briefly. To tell Nuanas, we are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula Highway 83 and Sealy online at KurtzPolaris.com. Um, you, Coulter and I, we did our show yesterday, uh, yesterday from Locals Only downtown. Uh, and enjoyed being down there very much. And by the way, next Thursday at Stocks, boys and girls, come on down, see us at Stocks, win tickets to the uh, Grizzly Oregon football game. Uh, but uh, they had already kind of roped off the area where the Roots Fest is going to be. And I'm in a station vehicle. And by the way, I, we have the station vehicle parked adjacent to the stadium right now with, a, with, a, with its own kind of side stage right now. Okay? So I said, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the truck 
there, you know, because this is where it's going to go. Went and did the show, came back out, gone. Gone. It's been towed. Now, let me tell you one thing that I really like about living in Montana. The station truck was towed? Towed. Station. You didn't hear about that, huh, Tommy? Someone did a really good job of making sure my heart didn't explode today, and I appreciate that. Yep, yep. It's about to now. Station truck was towed. Wow. And I uh, proceeded to read what I had not read when I parked it originally on the pay-for-it kiosk. It says, beginning at 2 this afternoon, which was uh, about four hours prior to when I was reading it, uh, all vehicles that are parked on the street will be towed away. Notably, by the way, right where the truck had been, the stage, in fact, was. Like, I didn't I didn't just park in the street. I put it right at the spot where the anchors for the stage were going to be. So I'm actually glad the thing got towed because if it hadn't, it would have been crushed, which is not a better option, it seems to me. Uh, so, and it said, but here's what it said. All, all vehicles will be towed to West Front Street. <laughs> and so I walk up and sure enough, there it is just parked on the side of the road in a viable parking spot. So they actually helped me out. The tow folks moved the thing, put it in the right spot. So my, first of all, my apologies for not paying attention or understanding the situation. And second of all, how great is that, that they're like, you know what? We understand. Like, we don't want you to be here. Normally, you can be here. We're not going to just go impound cars at 300 bucks a shot just for fun. We are gonna. We want this to be a happy, you know, situation. We don't want people to be upset about the Roots Fest. So we're just going to move it to a spot where it can sit. I think that's fantastic, and I was very appreciative, and I found the truck, and I, I, I got it back. We work really hard to brand this company and these radio stations in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm our owner lives on Third Street. We don't have a corporate office. It's just us. And so we get a station car with logos on it and you're putting it in places where it's getting towed around <laughs> town. Believe me, uh me driving the truck is the biggest indictment of this company that anybody's going to No have. way, dude. You're the best branding we got. Oh. Makes the world believe that anybody can do anything. There are others out there in positions where I go, well, maybe I could do that. You know, maybe that's what I need to be. It's just set the bar so extraordinarily low. You give the gift of hope. That's right. A very delicate line we're dancing here, gentlemen. It's time for the chick who doesn't know about sports. Her name's Carolyn. Here we go. Hey, welcome into your favorite segment of the week. Sports update from a chick who claims to not know anything about sports. Presented by the Missoula Winery and Event Center. Remember, if you're planning on your holiday party, Missoula Winery and Events Center, perfect place, over 3,000 square feet. You can do whatever you want out there. They can cater for you. They have all sorts of delicious wines to choose from. So give them a call, 406-830-3296. That's 830-3296, Missoula Winery and Events Center. Carolyn, hello. Hello. Now that you're talking about the winery, I'm thinking about, I think I want to throw a dance party there. I, it's a great place to have a party, yeah. right? I mean, it would be it would yeah. be fun to have a holiday party there. My or, big forty four uh, is coming up, and maybe I'll do my uh, my dance party. This there. is the third week in a row she's acknowledged her age. This is a this is a uh, this is a new age chick here. I'm not afraid. Forty four is the most important of all numbers. That's right. Why? No clue. I just don't is. <laughs> what do you got for us today, Carolyn? Well, I have some exciting news. Oh, great! I don't know if you remember the year two thousand one when the XFL came out. Very vaguely. 
And um, the XFL was sort of a combination of wrestling. Well, it was created by the guy who did the World Wrestling Federation. Or yes, one of McMahon. Those. Yeah. And he did this little uh, XFL, and it was sort of like wrestling meets football. And well, it was, it was football with with all of the surrounding uh, accoutrements of wrestling, right. of the you know dancers and the fireworks and the tough guy the personas, to- the smack talking, and all, all of that. that. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So it's coming back. It is. Yes, except it's not going to be what it was. It's right. going to be football that's more fast paced. Apparently. Okay. Do you? Do you have more? That what does that mean? <laughs> it, I googled it because I didn't understand, and they basically said less downtime, more football. Okay. I don't, I don't know, but what I really bothers me the most about this whole new XFL is that they're not going to do the little nicknames on the jerseys. Yeah, he hate me. Yeah, so I decided to check in on some of the top <laughs> nicknames from 2001. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, I like this. So one was he hate me, which yes. is actually the top one, and he was actually the only guy that could play. He went to he went to the he, NFL. He went right? to the NFL. He hate me played in the NFL. I think one or two other guys did as well. Uh, I don't remember their names. Did and Death that's why. Blow. Death Blow. Yeah. Did he play or <laughs> Tater? I, tater. Um, I'll bet Tater didn't make the league. Baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck wagon. <laughs> Druck? Not even drunk, just Druck. I mean, I think it was a play on his last name. But Could have on. been Truck, too. Why did it, why does it always go back to alcohol with you? Because it does. Okay. okay. Um, or Dirty Durden. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would your nickname be, Colton? I don't know. I was just going to ask you that exact same thing. I don't know. Do you like pro wrestling? No. Wow. I thought you were cool. Ryan doesn't like it either. <laughs> Stop with the pro wrestling. Yeah, um, and I'm air quotes pro. Uh, right. What what would your nickname be if you were playing in the XFL? Boda Box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. What do you got? What's right. what's item number two? Item, I only have two items, but this one's a biggie. Okay. This one's a doozy. So apparently, the Major League Baseball. Federation, co- coalition, who is in charge of the Major League Baseball? Yeah. Whatever. Administration. Administration mm-hmm. um, informed the players that they cannot buy over-the-counter <laughs> medicine anymore. We did see that uh, that little message go out. Yes, Carolyn. Apparently, they contain the same supple- some of the same supplements and some banned... Um, Whatever, I mean, you know. yeah, because they're they're afraid that they're going to test positive for PEDs. But Coulter, correct me if I'm wrong. It is explicitly a performance enhancing drug, is it not? I mean, that is what the thing is. The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to, not to delve too deeply into this subject, but the pills that you can buy at a gas station are actually very similar to a lot of supplements you could buy at a supplement store, like. You know, I'm not going to say names of stores, right, I guess, right, right, but right. but it's it's very similar to like pre-workout or like creatine, right? Like it ha- you know, it has a bunch of beta dilators and stimulants, and um, I think it's <laughs> it's more <laughs> like steroids in its stimulant and uh, muscle growth properties than it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> you wish you would have woken up earlier so you could get this whole thing sorted out and explain it to us, Mr. Well, Mr. Here, Medicine over here. Here's my theory. My theory is these guys are either taking steroids and blaming it on the medicine. Yes. I can't say the B word, apparently. Or they're... They've got issues. I mean, oh no, they're definitely they're definitely taking the over the counters. That's for sure. These and are young spry men. What are they doing? I mean, <laughs> who 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 knows? Yet another word that you can't say. Here's the, I mean, here's the thing though. Here's the thing that people got to understand about baseball is baseball players have been cheating since baseball was invented. And back True. in the '60s, there's stories of guys having. Basically, bowls full of amphetamines that they everybody would just go and take them. They're called greeny meanies, which is basically like the precursor to Adderall. So these guys were just taking In speed. Baseball? Why? Yeah, because it makes you more acute. It's like it's so hard to see a ninety-five miles per hour fastball, so it makes your your focus better. So it makes you hit the ball. Right. Interesting. Okay. But guys have been cheating forever. Like I was watching videos the other day of the f- funniest ejections in baseball, and some of them were, I mean. Couple, couple pitchers hiding nail files in their back pockets so that they could file the the uh, laces of the baseball. You got Vaseline under the hat so you can throw a curveball more with more spin. And guys have just been cheating the whole time. So that's the thing is like everything you ban and everything you say is going to add to the ban substance list. They're just going to find something else. Not all cheating is created equally. Like one individual going out there and trying to like rub up a baseball and another guy corking a bat and another guy whose actual physical person has been shifted and altered are not the same thing. So that is why you can't take the over-the-counter pills or any of the other ones. What's more embarrassing, taking steroids to be a better athlete or taking pills to be a better lover? Um, Answer, neither. The latter is more embarrassing. Very delicately said by (laughs) you, though. You finally found a way to say it where we don't have to bleep you. Well, I just think, I don't know what I think. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best one yet. Here's the the thing, is that you came in here and you you thought that you had a big thing, but really you just wanted to broach the subject. You didn't even have like a, a perspective on this yeah. besides the fact that you just wanted to talk about it and see what you could get away with on our show. 100%, and clearly I can't get away with anything. Carolyn, yes. once again, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Sports update from a chick who doesn't know about sports presented by the Missoula Winery and Events Center. Remember, new hours out at the tasting room now. $2 glasses of Tattoo Girl wine still getting them sold every single Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So go check them out. And if you want a great place to host your holiday party, they have a 3,000-square-foot venue where you can do whatever you want. So give them a call, 830-3296. That's 830-3296, Missoula Winery and Event Center. Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication. And one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter. And right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet voice and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. 
yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. Now from the Chris Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Brandon Copeland, he's a linebacker for the Jets and a professor at Penn. Pretty good. It's Tutel Nuanez, 102.9 ESPN Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, online at KurtzPolaris.com. Happy to be with you on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Watch SWX app, our YouTube channel, on the podcast if you're there, on the stream if you're there, everywhere on a uh, Friday afternoon. If you're wondering, yes, we're early. The Osprey playing a doubleheader tonight. Six games in four days at Great Falls, making up for lost time. Uh, so a doubleheader today. We're an hour early on the radio. We are at the regular scheduled time on SWX. Uh, so fear not. Uh, we will be, by the way, speaking with our uh, good buddy Chris Jarrett, the voice of the Osprey, at about 545. He's going to uh, come on with us, and we'll uh, have a little chat with him about, what is it, about 65 straight road games for the Osprey <laughs> at this point? Uh, so we will uh, talk to him a little bit. Uh, a couple things that I need to follow up here with Tommy on. Uh, first of all, because we, I kind of, I don't feel like I paid enough attention to the fact that you mentioned that somebody has parked in your driveway at your house. Yeah, dang it. That you don't. And so, is the car still there? Uh, the the last I know, the car is there. Okay. That was about. Well, when we went on the air, so I guess about an hour ago already. Send them a bill. So now, what happens? What happens, Tommy? When you leave here today, you're gonna, you know, it's the weekend. You're gonna go down. You're gonna do the Roots Fest thing. You go back to your house, and that car is there. What is the procedure for you? Is it vandalism? Is it the police? Is it live and let live? Is it, you know, what, what's, how are you gonna approach this? Well, it's like you see in cinema, where the teenage son or daughter has perhaps began to explore breaking the rules and the parent or the guardian sets up late in the dark and you come rolling in maybe (laughs) with a a beverage on your breath or whatever's going on Uh and click goes the lamp and it goes you've been out pretty late i have just gotten myself some sweet new lawn chairs like i just got them yesterday after work so i'm gonna post up perhaps with the beverage myself Are you actually going to sit there until heaven knows what hour waiting for somebody to return to this car? You know me well enough to know that this is not for hype on the show. I will sit in the lawn chair enjoying my time. I just got a new James Wright uh, Collected Works poetry book. I'll sit out there and read. And when this person rolls up to just willy-nilly jump in their car, 
And if you know where I live, you know that parking is non-existent. No, yeah, you are you are right. probably it's posted. the toughest place in the state to get a parking spot. That's right. And we're going to have us a Q&A about what amount of logic are you actually lacking? You know, if you could give 10% of the patience that you possess in terms of executing things that you believe in, to me, I I mean, I would just be so appreciative. The, 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 the level of endurance you have for the things that you throw yourself into is it's indefatigable. <laughs> I've never seen it ever in another person, and I can't wait for Monday's show to find out and recap with you exactly how things go. And if I if you walk in here and there's a little drip drip from the schnoz and a little black and blue around the eyeball, I'll know exactly how that went. Well, look, if you're suggesting that I get into a physical altercation, I'm, I'm, I'm going to win because I'm short and I can run. <laughs> and I will swiftly do a shin kick and I will cut and bolt. Good luck catching me. When was the last time you took a foot or a shoe to the shin? Um, it's brutal. Oh, just about seven times a day from a, <laughs> from a two-year-old. So um, that's the latest. I saw Coulter pointing at you with a lot of vigor. No, no, I just had a cough. He needed me to mute uh, his mic. Coulter, um, you have a mute button. That's what the red button is on your headset. Wow, thanks for telling me that in my uh, 25th month on the show. Yeah, sure. Does it work? Does it work? No. Nope. Oh, that worked. Did it? That worked. No, it mutes no. your earphones. It doesn't mute your microphone. Uh, That's what's going on. What do I know? Uh, you know, a guy uh, on uh, Tuesday afternoon, I was walking around downtown, walked up to me, somewhat nonchalantly. <laughs> it, it wasn't like, it was it was somewhat aggressive, but not nearly as aggressive in his, in his, in his nonverbal communication as verbal. And he said, you want to fight? Straight to my face. I was like, well. You know, no. He says, you look pretty tough. I was like, well, all right. He goes, should I just, should I hit you? You want me to punch you in your face? I said, bro, we don't have a problem here. Let's not make a problem here. And that was enough. And then we both moved on. Found that to be an interesting moment in my day. I wonder if it's the same guy. So that stretch where this encounter took place is across the street from my new residence. Yes. And I can walk like half a block to that gas station there mm -hmm. on the corner. Mm -hmm. And I, I frequent the gas station because they have a lot of stuff that I need in their 24 hours. And there's a guy that twice now has said, hey, give me a cigarette. Dude, I'm sorry. I don't smoke. And he goes, liar. You're a liar. Liars go to hell. In his defense, Tommy, if I was a smoker and I didn't know you and I asked you for a cigarette and you told me you didn't smoke, I would respond to exactly the same way. Okay, Cowan and I had a long conversation. We could go that would do 30 minutes on this now. What kind of judgmental view do you have of me or or uh, what's, the, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Conclusion drawing shades are you looking at me through to come to that conclusion? You know, I mean, I don't know. You're just, you know, you're a, you're a young guy. You fit the demographic, and you don't really care about it. I'm a young guy, so I must be chain smoking uh, unfiltered cigs all the time. That makes no sense. Yeah, it does. Young people sense. don't smoke anymore. They no. vape. It's not bro. a thing. No one smokes now, bro. No, your Listen. age is showing there, Papa Tutel. I I know what you young bucks are up to. <laughs> okay. Sure. 
your community. You're trying to put it out and spray yourselves with mouthwash so that I don't know. I do know. In fact, I consider you right now a liar. You are a smoker. I, that could not be farther from the truth. And you know it what? could not be. It doesn't, it, like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yes, I am going to judge you. Not judge you, judge you, but just like I'm going to make judgments about you, and I would assume if I didn't know you that you were a smoker, even though you're not. <laughs> Mostly because of your shirts. What a thing to say. My shirts? Yeah. What are you talking about, shirts? Wine-wearing pant man? Sure. Come I mean, on. if you want to oh say that God. I look like a smoker, it's fun. It's not necessarily a pejorative. It is just a thing that people, you know, you go, well, if you were to ask me, if you set up 100 people and said, does this person smoke? Does this person smoke? And I would say yes, no, yes, no, all the way down the line. And it would be judgments about all of them. This all is a casual, nothing. professional shirt, and it looks nice. So I don't know <laughs> where you're drawing this from with the shirts. Uh. Uh, by the way, you uh, have a promo that says you're wearing clothes you found in a road. Yeah. If anyone's most likely to be a chain smoking man, it's you. Well, that's fine. Like if I fit God, the profile, you guys mine the best, and it's okay. But I just, you know, it's fine. The Here's, worst part about the worst part about this for me is how much you guys br drag me down. What are you? Even Everybody associates about? me with you two, particularly the guy sitting across from me in the studio. I dress very nice. Everybody thinks that Ryan and I dress the same. I haven't worn the same shirt to work in probably eight months. Ryan wears the same shirt every day. Every single day. It's a nice shirt, too. Col okay, so Coulter has the pink blazer, and it looks classy. If I go around with the pink blazer, does it look like I'm really smoking now, the weird stuff? Tommy, does, Tommy just wears the pink T-shirts. That's what, that's when what have his specialty is. I ever had a pink T-shirt on? I don't know, dude. I'm colorblind. Every time no, you wear red, is, you do, looks like you pink. You do roll around it. In fact, when I said that about your shirt, I was envisioning that salmon shirt that you wear. Mm -hmm. And by the way, between... Colt, between Coulter, myself, and you, Tommy, nobody looks like they're a bigger smoker, smoker than Coulter. <laughs> look at look at him with his chest hair shooting out the top of the thing. <laughs> this, like this indicates smoking? Oh, oh yeah. For yeah. sure. Oh, my what gosh. Is it, you always be bemoan the fact that it's not 1970. Well, that's true. fight everybody. And what would you do after that? Straight, unfiltered marbs. That's what. <laughs> Obviously, you're the biggest. Uh, you do, Coulter. You do look like a guy that I would imagine if you wore glasses, they would be nicotine-stained glasses. Oh, oh dude. my! You're gonna have orange mustache. The whole thing. How do we get here? Coulter wants to know about tooth? fantasy stuff. <laughs> hey, by the way, just quickly before we finish up the hour, uh, a, a staff email has just gone out. Tommy's oh, no. Tommy's birthday party next week. In here, Noodle Palooza. <laughs> That's what we're doing? Well, it's at 2.45, so that means we're going to be napping noodle, on the show. Noodle Palooza for Tommy's birthday. Everybody, you're going to crowdsource from the oh office their best noodle dishes All to right, Tommy. your oh stomach. Tommy, for your 19th birthday, what kind of noodle dish would you like me to make you? Macaroni and cheese. No, Ronda, Ronda's box. got that covered. Ronda makes yeah, the Ronda greatest macaroni and cheese that is on the earth. Tommy, would you like an Italian noodle dish, an, an, uh, an Asian noodle dish? What, what sort of what sort of noodle dish would you like for your noodle palooza? I would like you to make me twice refried cigarette noodles, Coulter. <laughs> Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. 
From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.